How's it going, everyone? Joe Gagney here, welcoming you to Lucky Number 7 of Joe vs. the World. My guest today is California independent wrestler and current member of the Inoki Dojo in L.A., the American Balloon. Balloon, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm great. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself for people who may not be too familiar with you? All right. Um, I'm from the L.A. area. and I train at the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Inoki Dojo in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. I've been there for about the last, uh, just over a year, and um, also last year I trained down in uh, the Torimon Gym in Mexico with uh, Ultimo Dragon, Sky Day, Negro Navarro, and uh, Kenzo Suzuki actually was there too. So I've uh, basically wrestled in LA and in Mexico City, and uh, I'm looking to extend my career to other places. Okay, uh, how long have you been a wrestling fan? Oh, I was, I was two or three years old. I've been a wrestling fan as long as I can remember. Okay, uh, what'd you watch when uh, you were when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I uh, mostly watched WWF back in the day. Like, uh, probably because I was a kid at the time, my favorite era of wrestling is like uh, ninety through ninety two WWF. Mm. Back when uh, Bret Hart was the Intercontinental Champion, and uh, I loved Hulk Hogan. I actually liked the Ultimate Warrior. I, uh, I, I was, uh, I, I just, I liked wrestling so much, I kept thinking I had to do it, so, even at the time that I was little, I would find stuffed animals and practice wrestling moves on them terribly, and I got videos laying around my house of that kind of stuff, and it's, it's embarrassing, but I mean, it, it's something that I've been really sure I've wanted to do my whole life, so. Okay, how did you, uh, how did you uh, break into the business? I broke into the business when I started going to, uh, UPW, um, about, Two years ago or so, mm-hmm. um, they had a, a training facility, <clears throat> and then from, uh, but from there, I, I've always wanted to really wrestle in Japan, so since the goal of the UPW wrestlers tends to be more a WWE-oriented thing, I uh, started training at the uh, Inoki Dojo instead. Okay, and uh, how did the American Balloon name come up? That was actually Ultimo Dragon's idea. Um, he, he thought that I should be called... Uh, at first, he he wanted me to team up with the uh, you know, the uh, the fat Mexican wrestlers, basically, who Brazo de Oro, Brazo de Plata, those guys. And he at first wanted to call me Brazo Americano, mainly because I'm American. Mm. And uh, but that didn't work out quite right because uh, I think it was because one of the super porties got some kind of WWE thing, and they canceled the match I was going to have in CMLL. So. Uh, Ultimate Dragon came up with American Balloon instead because he says my body looks like a balloon and it's funny. So <laughs> it, that just actually worked out great and we went with it. Yeah, you do have the uh, interesting physique. Um, how do people usually react when they when you first come out? Oh, man, it depends on the person. I've had so many different reactions. Um, you know, it, it, the, fans, the fans that are there just have a good time. They'll usually heckle me, but still be interested, and uh, they don't take my eyes off me. And uh, then the uh, the smartier fans, as I call them, are uh, they, they? They seem to be either interested me, interested in me, or completely disgusted with me. One or the other. Mm. Okay, uh, how did you um, get hooked up with the uh, Toriumon Dojo in Mexico? Well, at the uh, at the Inoki Dojo in California, we had uh, two of Torimon's wrestlers come to uh, stay with us, mm-hmm. and then periodically Ultimo Dragon stops by in L.A. 
So I, I made really, I, I speak Japanese, so I was one of the only people that the guys that came from Torimon could talk to. Oh. So I, uh, I made good friends with them, and then when Ultimo Dragon came, he said that he'd like to see me training at the dojo in Mexico. So when, uh, when those guys went back, I went back with them and stayed there for a couple months until I actually got so sick. Uh, I had the flu or something. I didn't know how to get medicine in Mexico. Uh, I was supposed to stay for three months, but I had to come back after two to go to see a doctor. Now, what was it like uh, living in Mexico? It was it was actually great. I mean, the uh, the wrestling there is completely unlike the wrestling here in many ways, but mm. at the same time, I mean, the basics of wrestling are the basics of wrestling anywhere in the world. And uh, the training there, I learned a lot of really cool stuff. I can do a lot more high-flying now that I've been there, and I... Uh, I got to wrestle in a Reno Coliseo for a Torimon show in front of about five or 6,000 fans. Mm. So that was a really great experience, too, because uh, I actually got rushed by kids. I, I bring balloons out in my entrance, and I got rushed by kids, and they all wanted a balloon. And, yeah, I uh, think I uh, watched that match. I think you posted it uh, online, and you were. You came out with yeah, yeah, balloons. I did. And, yeah, yeah, so the kids, the kids rushed me, and... Uh, they actually managed to tear the balloons out of my hand, so about half of them were floating up to the uh, ceiling, and then the other half just got grabbed by a bunch of random kids. Oh. Now, you trained with uh, big names like ne- uh, Negro Navarro, Skyda, Ultimo Dragon. Uh, what were they like, and uh, how were they as trainers? Well, they are uh, really patient, good people as trainers. I mean, uh, as far as the technique goes, they were interested in teaching a lot of submission holds and uh, just... Uh, a lot of really interesting new style lucha wrestling as opposed to just the uh, the flying. It's kind of evolving into a lot more complex submission holds and things of that nature. So that, I studied that a lot. Uh, that was mostly with Negro Navarro. And Sky didn't teach mostly flying, but he'd also teach uh, a lot of submissions. And then uh, Ultimo Dragon would just correct, you know, different things about the actual wrestling. Um, also, when I was in Mexico, I trained with uh, Masada, and he actually did a... Uh, jiu-jitsu type class where we would be basically having uh, sparring type shoot fighting matches against using grappling and uh, that, that was useful too. We do jiu-jitsu at the, at the dojo in Santa Monica also so uh, I got to use my skills I learned from there in Mexico too. And uh, was Kenzo Suzuki there too I think you had mentioned? Yeah, Kenzo Suzuki is like the greatest guy ever. I mean I can't say enough good stuff about that guy. He, uh, he taught a couple classes down and um, the, the thing that he, he's focusing on in his wrestling career is just appealing to the fans. And when I got to see him wrestle in Arena Mexico when I was uh, down there, the, the fans were going absolutely nuts over him. I mean, they, they just despised him. So uh, and that, 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 that's, that's what he's going for. So, I mean, he, he, he knows what he's doing a lot more than a lot of people seem to think. Mm. Now, who did you uh, wrestle when you were in Mexico? Any names uh, we'd recognize? Well, in the match I had when I was in Mexico, it was a uh, a weird type of tag match. It was actually a seven-man tag match where uh, on my team there was myself, Sky Day, uh, Nido Collection AT, and uh, Shinji Tsunohashi. And then on the other team was uh, Negro Navarro, Gran Marcus, who's a real big guy, and uh, Kanjuro Matsuyama. And then at the end, Kenzo Suzuki came in to help out that team. So uh, I guess there's a little click going on between Kanjuro and Kenzo Suzuki, so yeah, they, they he helped gave, each other uh, out in each other's matches. He gave uh, Milanito a big choke slam, if I remember. That's right. Yeah. 
big chokes on us. I was afraid of it. <laughs> I don't ever want to get chokes on by Kenzo Suzuki. Uh, nor do I. Uh, now you're training at the uh, dojo in L.A. What's the uh, training like there, the, the schedule and whatnot? Well, um, we train for wrestling Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And uh, we have uh, Lucha Libre classes Monday night, Wednesday night, and Saturday. And then uh, Tuesday and Tuesday we have a kickboxing class, and Thursday we have a jiu-jitsu grappling class. Hmm. And um, one interesting thing is one of the teachers of the kickboxing class is a UFC referee, Herb Dean. Oh, Herb Dean. Yeah, Herb Dean, who's a really good fighter. I mean, uh, I don't think he can fight you know, a lot more because I think he has three fights or something that I've seen on the Internet, you know, like his one-loss record. Hmm. And uh, he, he, you know, he can hold his own with a lot of big-name fighters who've been through the dojo. So I, I'd like to see Herb in uh, in a big-name uh, mixed martial arts organization. Hmm. Now, they have the uh, weekly dojo shows every uh, Sunday, I believe, and the talent roster looks impressive. And I know they, they posted a recap on the website, but are they going to release these shows in some format at any point? or? As far as I know, yes, we're planning to, but I don't know exactly how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. It's uh, it, it's kind of a vague thing, but as, as far as I know, there's definitely plans to release some DVDs um, in Japan, definitely, and most likely stateside, too. Okay. And uh, it doesn't look like these shows have really great attendance. Is that frustrating to you? I, I think part of the problem is just that they're in Santa Monica, and mm. people who are in the Santa Monica area would rather be shopping at the promenade than going to a wrestling show. So a lot of the fans who want to come see the show have to make really long drives. And uh, if anybody here, if anybody's listening to this radio show who's in the LA area, I mean, it, it's worth it because we have a really good product going on. Uh, we have a lot of wrestlers you are not going to find anywhere else, particularly when we have people from, you know, New Japan and Japan coming to the dojo, like we had uh, Minoru Tanaka, um, Black Tiger. And uh, so if you, if you want to come out and see those guys, like, the dojo is almost the only place you can. So, uh, I just think the main problem with the attendance is that uh, not enough people know about it, for one, mm. and uh, not enough people are willing to go out to Santa Monica to see it. Mm. Now, you say you're a student of uh, Kendo Kashin, correct? Yeah, he's, uh, he was the coach at the dojo for the last, uh, up in, from, from when I started there until about uh, three months ago, I think, mm-hmm. and... Um, Kendo Hashin has uh, done a lot of nice stuff for me. He managed to get me in the Tokyo Sports newspaper in Japan, and he's uh, called me his last student and his treasured boy and a bunch of stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> if he finds out about this, he's going to be angry at me, you know, because uh, I mentioned <laughs> him in an interview. He likes to stay very very mysterious, but uh, he, he's a really good teacher and uh, a good guy, although he is very strange. Oh, what do you mean? Just his his whole personality is just like no one else. I mean, uh, if you if you ever see any kind of his promos in Japan or the way he acts on TV, that's the same guy you get in real life too. Oh, I've actually met um, Kendo Kashin once, and uh, Dave Marquez, who I think runs the or is part of the dojo there. When um, right. for the uh, the Ring of Honor last year's Best of the American Super Juniors tournament, I'd taken a bus ride down from Massachusetts to that show, and we actually gave them a lift back to the hotel after the show. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so, so you got to talk to him a bit. Well, 
I so, actually uh, uh, did not. Uh, I talked to Dave a bit. He's a very uh, smart man when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, he is. He he knows he knows a lot. Um, he's a smart guy. Mm. I, I give him a lot of credit. Um, so I, I, I take it because uh, he was pretty quiet then, huh? He was very quiet. He actually did not wear his mask, but uh, he did wear a towel as he exited the building. Uh, I see. Yeah. Now, uh, who else have you worked for besides the uh, New Japan uh, Dojo? Well, I've I've worked for uh, obviously Toyomon, the New Japan Dojo. Um, I've worked at a UPW show. I've worked a really small indie show at a carnival. That was before I even started with the dojo. Hmm. And uh, I'm going to be working a hybrid pro wrestling show. That's another group in uh, Southern California. That's going to be on the 30th, I I think in Culver City or something like that. Is there uh, any chance we could see you in maybe a pro wrestling gorilla or any of the other groups in uh, California? If they come to me, most definitely, if, if, if they want to see me, but uh, I, nobody's talked to me about that yet, but I'd definitely like to do it for any of the bigger ones around here, like Pro Wrestling Grill or AWS. Mm. So, I mean, it's, it's really all a matter of when they ask me, I'm definitely, I'll take any booking, you know? Yeah. Now, you told a story on your website about how you drove uh, Shinsuke Nakamura around to get his rental car. Uh, why don't you tell us about uh-huh. that? Oh, well, there's, there's really not too much to tell, just... Uh, he, he's been in L.A., you know, he's, uh, it's all over the Japanese news. He's in L.A. to try to get his body bigger so that he can challenge Brock Lesnar with, uh, and put up a better fight. And um, so basically just had troubles uh, finding the rented car, and we had to go to two different places. And it, it, was, it wasn't too much of a big deal. I just, I just thought it was a funny little story, really, having to get the go-around by the rental car agency. Uh, how's he looking these days? Have you seen him lately, or? Um, he's, he's in Japan right now, but, uh, the last time I saw him, I mean, he's getting a lot bigger. He's training with the, uh, dojo's bodybuilding coach, Ken Yasuda, who is actually in Ireland right now competing for Mr. World, and, uh, he's Japan's number one bodybuilder. He knows a ridiculous amount of information about how to do whatever you want to with your body. I mean, if somebody wanted to look like me, he could probably tell you what to eat and how to train to do it. Hmm. So, uh. I mean, uh, I'm sure Nakamura will get exactly as big as he wants to when he's training with Ken. All right, and you've uh, also mentioned you met Kaz Fujita at one point. Uh, how did that happen? Well, uh, Kendo Christian's brought him around to the dojo, you know. Um, he's uh, he's just trained pro wrestling there periodically, just like uh, Minoru Tanaka and a lot of other people who come from Japan to uh, stay for a week or two maybe even longer just to train at the dojo. Oh. What's he like? Is he an intimidating guy? or? Well, I mean, he's definitely very intimidating if you're going to be wrestling him or sparring against him. But as a, as a person, uh, he seems like a real nice guy. He, mm. He's played jokes on me before that make me think he hates me. Like uh, one time I was... Um, one time people told me to heckle him, so he threw a... Uh, a, a vitamin water on me and yelled at me and then a second later I found out he was just joking with me but I was scared for a minute hmm. so uh, he, he's a good guy you know he's I mean they, the wrestlers from Japan are people too you know they, they, they come over they have their personality quirks they're all they're all really interesting hmm. and I, I just find myself lucky that I speak Japanese because I can talk to them and you know learn learn about them now how did you uh, come to speak Japanese was it just something you picked up on or I, I grew up with a lot of Japanese friends really so hmm. uh and then I've, I've always been interested in pro wrestling in Japan and things of that nature, so I, I, I just uh, 
kind of naturally picked it up. Mm. And uh, staying in Mexico, my Japanese managed to get really, really good because I was living in a dojo with about 13 other Japanese people who didn't speak a word of English. Mm. And my Japanese is a lot better than my Spanish, and their Japanese is obviously better than their Spanish, so we communicated in Japanese. Uh, what wrestling do you watch now? Do you just uh, watch stuff from Japan and Mexico? Or do you like the American style too? Or? Oh, I, I really I watch anything I can get my hands on that's interesting. Uh, at the dojo, we have lots of tapes from all the different promotions in Japan and uh, some tapes from the U.S. and a lot of shoot tapes. And uh, right now, I guess I would say I'm most interested in things like uh, UWF just to watch the way that they get submissions on each other and the way that they do things like that, and I'm trying to learn, learn from that and work that into my style. Mm. And then I like to watch a lot of uh, Shinya Hashimoto mm. and uh, try to try and incorporate the way that he wrestles into my style, too. Mm. Okay, and I believe you worked a benefit show for Piloto Suicida uh, in April. Uh, do you yes. know how he's doing now? Well, he, he is on the path to recovery. Uh, he, got, he got hurt at work, and um, he did something to a vertebrae. Mm. So uh, he, he was pretty pretty badly injured. I'm not exactly sure how he's doing right now because I haven't, uh, haven't had the chance to speak with him in a while because he hasn't been around the dojo much and I haven't been around the lucha shows much. But from what I hear from other people, he's, he's you know, recovering. And um, I know at first for a while he couldn't walk, but during the benefit show he was, he was able to walk. He... Uh, I, I hope him the best. You know, he's a really nice guy from what I know, and I got to talk to him and, you know, wish him the best. So I, I hope he recovers. I'm, I'm not entirely sure how far along in the recovery he is right now, though. Do you know if his career is over or if he'll be able to come back? It's it's hard to say. Uh, from from when everybody was talking about it around the time of the benefit show, people seemed to think his career was over. Uh, I, I guess it really all depends on, you know, how his body heals and what 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 becomes of them. Uh, it's a hard thing to say. You know, I, I haven't heard whether or not it's going to be over for sure from him. So mm. it's definitely something I think he's uh, considering. Mm. Well, I was doing some digging and I saw that you wrote a software program called Pop Copy for the Mac. Uh, tell us about this. Okay. I've, I've actually written two programs. Uh, oh. But since independent pro wrestling isn't the greatest income in the world, really, <laughs> I, uh, I had to resort to other things to make money. So, I've uh, I've been programming ever since I was like eight years old. I started learning it, and uh, I made a program called Pop Copy that keeps. Uh, if you have a Mac, you'll know what I'm talking about. It keeps a history of your clipboard in your menu bar, hmm. and then you can switch what you uh, what you want to put in your clipboard from all the things that you used to have in your clipboard. Oh, very good. We'll so have it's, a... it's pretty useful. Mm. We'll put a link up to that on the uh, page when we post this. And you oh, also mentioned it. that uh, you're saving up for a trip to Japan. Is that your ultimate goal? Yeah, uh, all, all I've ever wanted to do is uh, wrestle in Japan. I mean, uh, obviously, if WWE came asking for me, I, I'd go. But mm. what, what, I've, what, I, what I really want to do is I'd like to wrestle in Japan for really whoever will take me. Um, <clears throat> I don't know whether or not New Japan would be the, the perfect style choice for me in, in terms of how I could best market myself in Japan, but... I'm looking into things like Hustle or the smaller independent promotions, and uh, I want to take a trip to Japan, see if I can meet some people, and see if I can work some things out and start wrestling there. All right, very good. So I'm trying to save up my money for that. Okay, and uh, tomorrow there is a show at the Inoki Dojo. Do you have an opponent yet? or 
I haven't got an opponent yet, but they're, uh, they, they, the matches that they've already come up with are going to be real interesting. Um, Prince David is going to make his last scheduled American appearance, and uh, there's a British Commonwealth title match between uh, Karl Machine Gun Anderson, Australia's Mikey Nichols, and uh, Russia's Alex Kozlov. So that, that'll be real interesting. Uh, I know I'm, I'm going to be wrestling tomorrow. I don't know against who. I guess it really all depends on who's there and uh, who wants to wrestle with somebody like me. So, you know, that, we'll just have to see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, who on these shows do you think is a really great talent that people don't really know, haven't heard a whole lot about? Well, that, that's a good question. Uh, I, I would say that maybe the, uh, the, the the two names that come to mind immediately are uh, Paul Machine Gun Anderson and Alex Kozloff. Uh, mainly, I mean, on the West Coast, a lot of people know about Alex. Not so many people know about uh, Anderson. He's mainly been doing the uh, dojo shows and AWS shows, but he's really talented. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him in New Japan scene. Same thing goes with Alex. He, uh, Alex can wrestle any style from lucha to UWF style to uh, American style to Japanese style. So He's really good, and uh, he's one of the few actual Russians that are in wrestling. So oh, uh, He's an actual Russian? He's not from uh, Iowa or anything like that? No, he's he's not from Iowa. He's, wow. he's not from uh, Arkansas, any anything like that. He's uh, he's he's actually from Russia. I mean, uh, if you ever hear him speak English, you're not going to doubt it for a second. When I first met him, I thought, "Where is he from? Brazil or Germany or something?" But I finally figured out he's Russian. So uh, he, he's he's a uh, he's a real character uh, inside of the ring and outside of the ring, and um, he is a real Russian, just to confirm that. Oh, great. Well, that's the Inoki Dojo show. That's tomorrow at five o'clock on. Uh... Let's see, 3200 right, 3, Olympic, right. Olympic, Olympic Boulevard. Boulevard. And, and if you're in the area, uh, please go to the show. I would uh, really kill to be able to go to a show like this on a regular basis. I'm unable to. If you are in the area, please attend the show. These look like great shows, and they need your support. And that's all I had. So, uh, Balloon, definitely want to thank you for being on. And I guess my final question is, uh, when are you going to have any merchandise uh, on your, on your uh, webpage? That's actually a great idea. I haven't, I haven't thought about merchandising too much. Uh, although, uh, as soon as as soon as I hear the word merchandise, my mind comes up with all these crazy ideas. So, <laughs> ho- hopefully, I'll be able to work something out of merchandise on my website soon. Uh, I, I mean, maybe maybe T-shirts, maybe even go to the extent of fake breasts or. Uh, wow. I'd, I'd buy know. a T-shirt. I mean, uh, <laughs> no fake breasts for you? No, I don't think so. Well, the people, the people who like to uh, frequent the clubs in West Hollywood at night and dress up as the opposite sex might enjoy those. So Could be. You never know. Could be. All right. Well, everyone, uh, please visit BalloonSalt.com. You also have a MySpace page. We'll put a link up on the uh, website. And also uh, NJPW.com for the dojo shows. And I guess that's everything. So any last words? Um, just, uh, please come out and support our dojo. You know, we, uh, we need as many fans as we can get and as much exposure as we can get. And then if, uh, if any promoters are listening to this, uh, and they want to use me, you know, check out my website, see if you like me. Uh, I got my email address, my phone number listed on there. So, uh, feel free to give me an email or a call. Even, even fans, I'm happy to talk to anyone. All right, great. So, uh, definitely want to thank you for being on. We'll try to have you on again in a few months. Want to wish you the best of luck and... Thanks, everyone, for listening, and I will talk to you real soon.